0: Welcome, 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 welcome. You're
1: listening listening to Built by Us.
0: Built by Us. Built by
1: Us. Built by Us.
0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to a brand new season of Built by Us. If you're new here, Built By Us is a podcast series created by Democracy North Carolina to highlight the stories and experiences of North Carolinians and provide an engaging and informative forum for pro-democracy voices all across our state. In it, you'll hear from advocates all across the state and all about what you can do right now to support our fight for voting access. And of course,
1: I still have my fave with me, Taylor. Hello. Happy to be here as always with you, Alyssa, and with all of you listeners. We spent this last season talking to y'all about a lot of different lived experiences with our various guests here on Built By Us, and it was great.
0: Yeah, we discussed being Black in Asheville, attending PWIs, attending HBCUs, experiencing colorism, being a woman in a male-dominated environment, being Black in all-white environments, And just as well as all the hectic stuff that goes
1: on in an election year. It's been a lot. 2020 was a lot, as you all know. But more recently, we've been sharing some really enlightening conversations with Black movement makers here in North Carolina and what it looks like to build a better future with Black folks at the center of those plans. While, of course, interspersing our shorter brick episodes on legislation that's being written and discussed here in North Carolina this year.
2: So
0: it's definitely been a journey. But it's kind of been a wonderful one. And
1: I really enjoyed working on season two with you. My heart is so full. This has been a wonderful season. And as always, loved working with you and all of our amazing guests. If you're listening, we've loved having you. And we'd love to have you back anytime soon. But
0: you know what they say. Out with the old and in with the new. I am personally ready to welcome in a brand new season with arguably the best part brand new host, and so I'm really excited for you all to get a chance to meet them.
1: Woo! So excited for y'all to meet our three new hosts for this summer. Hassan, do you want to take it away?
3: Yeah, my name is Hassan Berg. I am a graduate from the North Carolina Agricultural Technical State University. I'm sorry, that's a lot. That was a lot of energy.
0: We like the energy.
3: We like the energy? Okay. I appreciate you liking the energy. Some people don't like all of my energy. Some people don't like when I show up as my full self. They'd be like, ah, that's a lot. So I just be quiet and in the corner sometimes. But um, anyway, I'm diverting. You feel me? Um, I'm currently um, on the land of the you know Okuneechee people, also known as Durham, North Carolina. Um, and my specialty is creative writing and public speaking. And I'll pass it to my co-host, Courtney.
4: Yeah, I'll go for that. Um... Hello everybody. I'm Courtney Simone Staten. My pronouns are she, her. I um, am speaking from the ancestral land of the Shikori, you know, and Sisapaha people, um, also known as, I always say Chapel Hill, but I guess it's technically Carborough, technically. but basically Chapel Hill. Um, and speaking of Chapel Hill, I graduated from the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, um, and I'm from Greenville, North Carolina. And my specialty is uh, documentary filmmaking and impact strategy, which is basically, how do we take media and um, put it in the hands of folks to actually make changes in our in our world? Yeah. I will pass it to Emily.
2: Hello, everyone. I'm so happy to be here. So happy to be a part of Built By Us. Um, my name is Emily Arosmendi. I'm currently in Asheville, North Carolina, which is the ancestral land of the Eastern Band of Cherokee peoples who have stewarded this land for generations. I currently attend the University of North Carolina at Asheville, go Bulldogs. And my specialties are in social media management, photography, and journalism. Once again, I'm so happy to see what this season uh, has in store and I'm happy to be here. Oh, don't you love them already? Our favorites.
0: And of course, you know Taylor and I. But just to reintroduce ourselves, in case we haven't met, my name is Alyssa Rodriguez. I use she/her pronouns. I am currently calling in from the traditional territories of the Cherokee. Um, today, that's known as Boone in C. And my specialty is podcasting, as you may know, graphic design, and I am also a graduate student at Appalachian State University. So that's me, Taylor.
1: Thanks. Yes. Again, I'm Taylor. I use she, her pronouns. I'm the digital associate here at Democracy North Carolina. I am calling in from the traditional territories of the Catawba, Waxhaw, and the Cheraw, and the Shugi peoples, um, which is also known as present-day Charlotte. And I find my specialties uh, come in at uh, trainings and uh, campaign planning. So let's get to know each other a little bit more. And as a lot of y'all know, as current listeners of our podcast, we've had one of our colleagues, Desmara Gatewood, on quite a few times. Um, she's been working with us through our series with Black Movement Makers here in North Carolina, and she always asks really you know, thought-provoking questions. So a couple weeks ago, we had orientation with all of these new fellows, and she had asked everyone, um, based upon a quote from Malcolm X, what future are you building? And so we thought that that would be a great way for your new hosts to introduce themselves a little bit deeper into the reasons that they do this work and and what they work for. So our new hosts, what kind of future are you building?
3: So for those who don't know me, I am an artist and an organizer in the community, and I want to build a future where people can live in their dignity and in their purpose without the constant threat of settler colonial oppression dominating every aspect of their life. That would be nice, right? I think so. That's me, though. I'm going to slide it to Courtney.
4: Thank you, Hassan. I think the future that I'm building towards, well, obviously intersecting with a lot of what Hassan said, but so just thinking about a future where people don't have to fight so hard just for their basic needs to be met and to be recognized as people with you know the basic dignities of people and and outside of that, I'm just hoping that we can have a future where we're all living in harmony with the environment and that the the stewardship of the land is led by indigenous folks and that we're all folding into that. Yeah, and it's living living in harmony with each other, living in harmony with the with the environment, and not having to fight for basic needs is what is basically what I want. And I I've been really interested in, in poetry and the way that we can um, bring people together and make connections between um, so many of the other like attacks that are going on that are harming folks. So I feel like my role is always to draw those connections between people and between ideas so that they can become more easily digestible so that we can build more more um, tangible things to like combat them. So, yeah, I don't know. I'll pass to Emily.
2: Thanks, Courtney. Um, and I forgot to say this earlier, but I use she, her, hers pronouns. Um, and I would say that I'm a natural empathizer and that I love caring for others and helping my community. So the future that I am preparing for is one where there's true liberation for all people, specifically marginalized communities, and I want a world where everyone is, can live as themselves um, without fear. Um, so, yeah.
1: That's wonderful. I appreciate all of y'all's takes on the futures that you want. And it sounds like we all do want a similar future, right? We want um, we want everyone to have the same shot at a quality life, right? We want everyone to be able to exist as they are and to thrive. Um, and so I... I'm excited to be working with y'all this summer and work towards building that future because um, the future that y'all want is the future that I want to live in as well. So I'm happy to be here with you.
0: Taylor, do we answer the question too?
4: I don't know. Answer the question.
0: (laughs) But I'll answer. I feel like personally, you know, I'm taking a lot of the lessons that I learned last season with me. Last season, we, I feel like, directly asked people, you know, what future are you looking for that would best support you and your identity and the future you want? And they told us. And something we learned is that it's something we've never seen before. Um, And it's something that's completely different than anything that we have right now. And so I'm building something that we've never seen before. And I'm building a future that cares for us in a way that we've never experienced and it's a liberated future that just prioritizes us being our most authentic selves and having everything we need to thrive and be sustainable and I feel like sometimes I'm building a puzzle without like the box with the final picture on it but I know that I have all of the pieces and so yeah I'm just building a future that we've never seen before that
1: cares for us in a way that we've never experienced. That was amazing. So, going last, I don't have I don't have a ton extra to add, but something that I'll say for the future that I'm building as as the one white person in this Zoom room, there's like this there's this thing that I'm aware of uh that we don't have like I don't have a ton of white ancestors to look at as um, someone that I want to stand on the shoulders of, you know, who spent spent their lives like working towards a true liberation for everyone. So for me personally, I see myself as trying to build a future where I and the people that I have connections with and influence over to become these like white ancestors who are working towards the true liberation for everybody. So I don't know if that makes a lot of sense, but that's how I've been thinking about it recently.
4: I was just thinking that it's, like, super important, like, just thinking about how we're um, positioned in, like, relation to, like, where our access to power is, yeah. um, and just thinking about, like, you know, another part of our role, roles, because, like, we all have, like, different varying levels of, like, access and, like, people who are inhabiting different like marginalized identities and those who are inhabiting identities of privilege and just thinking about um I don't know like uh part of our role is to go out and build so that you know so the other marginalized communities are like good and safe but also that so that folks who are inhabiting similar privileges can go on the roads that we've been trekking and trying to be like better allies and stuff and um I don't know build something even stronger for, like, the next generation to be able to, like, push change with or whatever. It's, it's just an, un- it's an unfinished thought. It's, <laughs> it's an ellipses, but I just thought that was that was important, and, and not even just thinking about um, privileged identities. Like, I'm just thinking about, like, I know I felt like my role for a, a long time in, like, being a young Black woman and all the other identities is just to to be successful and, and do, um, I don't know, do what I, even what I didn't imagine when it comes to like how I was picturing my own liberation, like do what wasn't taught to me, what wasn't expressed to me, what I couldn't see in a children's book of myself so that other people who are looking and saying, how do I get free can look at me and be like, oh, here's an avenue. We can, we can go this way. And then diverge to something I haven't seen. That's something, something that Courtney didn't know that could be created.
2: Yeah, I'll just add too that um, a, t- a point that Taylor also made earlier is that it really is powerful that we are a predominantly person of color space because like a lot of times in my lifetime, it's been like the complete opposite where I feel kind of alienated because I'm in a predominantly white space. So I, I'm really glad of this opportunity and have such a wonderful team of wonderful people. Um, like I said, it's just really powerful um, to be in this space.
4: And like this is the time for it too. Like thinking about, uh, twenty twenty was rough for a lot of reasons for a lot of people, and twenty twenty one, you know, we're still bursting through um, barriers, but it's also such a good time of opportunity, and that there's a lot of people who have woken up, um, and a lot of people who are able to see their power more clearly, or to see examples. Of what could be their power more clearly, um, and just thinking like I don't know, like we're 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 like we're we're versions of what's happening across the country of like people examining what's going on in their legislature and what's going on with their politicians and with their police and everything, and we're like one brick to the really big house that's being made. I don't know, <laughs> yeah. do something different. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. And honestly, I appreciate you all even bringing this up because I feel like this is exactly what Built By Us is all about. Like the whole point of Built By Us being created was to highlight the experiences of North Carolinians, just like you, just like us, just like everyone in this room, because we have so many different lived experiences. And we're really just all, like you said, one brick trying to build a future for all of us. And Yeah. I think it's really important and I appreciate you
1: bringing it up and you should never apologize. (laughs) Thank you. When I'm, there've been a few different instances when I've been like asked the question of what future are you building or something like that. And it, it reminds me of how there are a lot of writings and like teachings on Afrofuturism and how in stark contrast like white folks don't have anything like that because we don't have to plan for a future because everything works fine for us, you know? So it's like thinking about how we don't have something that we've fully thought through about for the future to aid in like this true liberation process. Um, but I hope that moving forward, there will be more of that. And like what you said, Courtney, with more people waking up, I think that there will be like more of a cohort and collaboration to try to stop making that piece of it invisible. Um, And so it just makes me think about how, when I'm in big spaces and like one of the introductions is like, whose shoulders do you stand on? And, you know, so that's kind of why I talked about that earlier is that there, I don't feel like there are a ton of shoulders that I do stand on, but I would be I would feel proud and like my time was worthwhile if after me, someone was standing on my shoulders to carry the work forward.
0: And if you want to keep listening to important conversations just like these ones and be a part of them, then definitely keep listening. Season three is full of amazing conversations just like this and a lot more. So now that we have met these amazing fellows and learned about the amazing future that they're wanting to build, that they're going to build, let's let them tell you a little bit more about what you're in store for this season. And Emily, you want to take it away? Yes.
2: So for season three, we have a whole line store. We've got a whole new cohort of friend turns and fellows. So expect some new opinions, new lived experiences and new connections being made. I've met so many amazing people already so far through this internship. Courtney and Hassan are both amazing, wonderful, talented people. Um, So I'm looking forward to you all getting to know us more and enjoying the season. And I'll pass it on to
4: Courtney. Thanks, Emily. Um, As with every summer, you'll get to meet the friend turns from each region and find out a little bit about what it's like to work in their community. And we as the communications team will also be coming at you with our own topics that we want
3: to talk about. And so we definitely want to hear from y'all. So feel free to reach out and let us know what topics we should cover, what things you would like to hear, how your grandma is doing, all of that. And if you'd like to be on the show, let us know. You know, you can hit Alyssa
0: at nc.org. Facts. Thanks, Asan. Do exactly that. Let us know how you're doing, what you want to see, how your grandma's doing. Chat with us. Tell us you want to be on the show. Uh, We can't wait to experience season three with you. Thanks for staying with us all this time.
1: And if you're new here, we're glad you're here. So thanks, everyone,
4: for helping to create a North Carolina that is built by us. And thanks for listening to this podcast made of by and for the people. You don't don't got to go home, but you do got to go to the next episode.
0: Connect with us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at DemocracyNC. Or you can visit our website at democracync.org.